And welcome to another episode of Dio Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. Uh, I would like to present my guest of the evening. Uh, she's a multi-talented talent and talent. Ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Lexi. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, joining me this evening. Um, Thanks for having me. Uh, so for, for my viewers and listeners, so um, I'm on Instagram, right? So I just... You know, I'm always looking for people. I'm always always looking through, and I saw one of these amazing uh, art. I, I don't even know how to explain, it, but it was it was dope. It was dope. Uh, it was like a, a an angel, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, the archangel, the archangel. Yes, yeah. And I found it so fascinating. Like, it's dope. Thank it's you. Dope. I appreciate it. When when did you like? when did you start what inspired you how how did you how did you find this massive talent you have um i mean i've really been painting and drawing since i can remember like since i was a kid wow. um and then all through high school i took all kinds of art classes and you know loved all of them everything from ceramics i took uh a lot of theater classes but i never actually did theater i just painted the sets yeah <laughs> so I would take like theater classes but then just like paint the sets kind of like in the background um but then yeah and then I decided you know to go to college for it um and I ended up going to UT and I got into more digital art at UT so I was doing more, you know traditional kind of arts and then at UT I did more um you know digital graphics like photoshop you know, drawing my iPad, got it, got it. program, stuff like that. Um, and then really after I graduated, I wanted to start getting into painting more again because I missed it. And so I started doing anime paintings. Nice. Yeah, anime. super dope. Yes, yes. Um, and I found these really cool black light paints, like black light acrylic paints. Yeah. Um, from Stuart Simple. Um they have like a bunch of really cool paints and I started using those and just you know loved the results I was getting um and then that the Archangel Michael piece actually was a commission piece okay um, and someone hit me up for it on my website and they basically said they just wanted Archangel Michael and I had complete creative freedom, which was exciting, you know, but intimidating too, because I was kind of nervous <laughs> to be creating like my own character from scratch. Um, I just kind of dove into it. And that one, I had just, I just finished that one recently, actually. And it okay. took me almost 90 hours to finish it. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a big piece and it was probably the most technical like painting I've completed. Detail oriented. Mm-hmm. yeah um and it's funny too actually so I got like hit up for it on my email or not my email like through uh my website mm -hmm. and then I went to like deliver the painting because normally I would ship it you know because I've had people order from you know other places in the U.S. and then I ship it but they said that they lived whenever they sent me the address I realized they live like kind of close to me yeah so I was like, it would be better, you know, if we just met and you could pick it up. And then we yeah, don't have yeah, to worry yeah. about shipping it. Yeah. So they were down and then I went and it ended up being one of my friends that had ordered it like all along. <laughs> <laughs> and they used like a fake name and fake email, I guess they had had. Um, but they like showed up and like surprised me. And I thought it was so funny. Oh, um, I support you. That's cool. awesome. Yeah, it was really sweet. Did you like, um, do, you, do you use did you have any type of object or thing that you use as inspiration to, to draw them out? Oh, for sure. I mean, first of all, I like always look up reference images. So it, Archangel Michael, I started studying different images and paintings of him. Um, and then I have like these dolls, they're called mm -hmm. like body coons dolls. Yeah. And you kind of like, they come with different hands and different feet and you can manipulate them in different ways. Yeah. Um, and all I, of their I, joints I have, articulate. Yeah, I have one here. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty standard for like artists, especially artists that like are drawing yeah. people and stuff. They're great. 
but I used one of those. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I used to draw when I was a, a kid, and just recently, I just uh, I don't know where I just bought a, a one of those books and you, that you draw on, and like an art kit of pencils and to try to dive into it you know it's very for me it was like very stressful leaving after so many years mm-hmm. doing it I mean I suck right now <laughs> but yeah yeah um continue I'm sorry no you're good no it's like it's all practice like it's yeah. all just putting in the hours it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but I love it do you like because I remember when I first like when I was a child like I would like mimic the I was never good at like trying everything from scratch you know that's something you learn by the course the circle and all that like I I've always like when I was a kid right I uh, like mimic what I what I'm looking at and then just draw it out that's mm-hmm. how I first uh encountered me drawing yeah for sure I mean that's how I think most people start um I think most people are kind of like in that same boat where like they're some people are like really good at that like they can copy things really well yeah you know but can't really draw from scratch but it's more like after you draw enough things over and over again you can kind of start drawing them from scratch yeah and I think a lot of artists too like I see artists all the time like that's pretty much my whole feed on Instagram um and they'll pull in a reference picture you know of something and then they'll um like I saw one the other day of this like megalodon shark tooth Mm -hmm. and they they pretty much drew the picture like they edited it a little bit it was a tattoo artist and then they drew other stuff around it so they drew like a hook on it with like some rope going around it so they still kind of do you kind of like find a balance in between where you're still like using um reference and then you kind of like edit it and make it into your own piece yeah that's something that somebody told me recently too like you like don't try to mimic what you're doing just try to make it yours right and and put your Mm -hmm. your like i I, i'm a big fan of daredevil so i uh i i drew daredevil trying to uh with a gi on right uh and um i think it was like an arm bar i can't really remember the move like an arm bar on somebody but for Mm -hmm. like i think it was good for the first time not being able to join (laughs) years right but I like I, once that once that person gave me that advice, I just like started like I don't know make, being creative, something I, I didn't never knew I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then you just keep doing that and keep yeah. like growing that muscle in your brain, you know. What's... And then the more creative things you do, like the more um, you'll kind of add to your repertoire. Nice, nice. What's like you mentioned you went to school for like digital art like what's the difference between digital art and like uh just you know pen and paper I mean pencil and paper um I mean there there can be a lot of differences it kind of depends on like what you're doing so I like to draw and procreate a lot on my Mm. iPad pro got it and that um it's similar in the fact that you're actually using a stylus Mm -hmm. and a drawing tablet um but the way you set up your compositions is a lot different and I think it can be a lot easier in ways because of the ability to use layers mainly Mm -hmm. and use different brush presets um you know and because you can like draw something and then transform it on like a page or on the um, iPad itself. You know, you can move it around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're drawing on paper or doing a painting, you can't do that. You're like really stuck with what yeah, you have. Correct. Yes. Yes. And there's no undo that too. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing. Yes, I find yes. myself all the time switching. Like if I go from my iPad, so if you're on Procreate, you do like a double finger tap to undo mm-hmm. and I'll be like working on that. And then I'll like move to like paper or a painting and I'll like, you know, out of habit, do like try to do like the two finger <laughs> tap. <laughs> and it doesn't work like that man i i tried i, I bought this pen like a stylus uh stylus but it's it's a pen right like form of a pencil and mm-hmm. i try to 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 like draw something on my tablet but it's like i don't know like the, the feeling of it is not the same mm-hmm. and it's like when i draw a line here it comes out up here 
So I'm still mm-hmm. trying to grasp that and understand how it works. But I yeah. just I stick to to my little notebook. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it can because too, like I feel like the the screen is so smooth as opposed to like the paper texture or yeah. this texture. So it can be a lot more difficult to get like straight lines. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's like slipping. Um, but a lot of that's just practice and muscle memory like a lot of artists recommend that you just like practice doing strokes yeah. over and over again um, yeah what's what's one what's the biggest piece you ever like sold or, or just drew out of wanting to like um i think the vegeta one was the biggest one the vegeta that one or this last one that i did which was the archangel michael yeah. but um i think the vegeta one was actually bigger that one was pretty big um and that one was cool. I was really excited for that one that someone asked me because I was a commission piece to do Vegeta because I yeah. love Vegeta. Yeah. Oh, um, that's dope. Yeah. No, I <laughs> love Vegeta. Dragon Ball, um, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Like I've watched all of it yeah. multiple times. It's one of my favorites, one of my all-time favorites for sure. Um, and Vegeta is one of my favorite characters. Like yeah. he's great. You know, he's hilarious. I think, like for me, I think as I gotten older, I realized I'm more of a like I was like Goku. But like mm-hmm. I think as I've gotten older, I'm more like I'm more like Vegeta than Goku. <laughs> yeah. Kind of grow uh, an appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. uh there, there's this clip I shared. I, I every time I see it, I share it when like uh, I think Trunk said says something about like he's God and he's like, but I'm still here. And his mm-hmm. son and his son is like, You're really not gonna uh you're really not thinking you're a god. And he's like, I am i am that hype something like that, but it was funny oh yeah so yeah, do you, no. you you enjoy drawing anime as well oh yeah for sure i mean especially like i love doing the paintings like the black light paintings specifically because yeah. i think they just they look nuts under the black light um and it's cool because you can do like energy like going around them like that yeah. one had like electricity and like fire and crazy stuff happening in the background and as soon as you put the black light on it, it's just like, Boom. you know, pops. Yeah. Um, which is cool. The, I've done Vegeta. I did, um, I did like some miniature paintings of Piccolo. Uh, and like, I drew him with like different skins, like with different colors and like I put nice. tattoos on his face and stuff. And then I did like a little Goku one whenever he was a kid. And then I did a Midoriya one for someone one of my friends actually and then um i also did a sasuke piece a sasuke smaller but it's cool Mm -hmm. nice nice have you done any uh naruto um that was the only one the sasuke piece has been the only one but i really like i've been thinking about doing kakashi soon either kakashi or kakashi i I love kakashi man i know kakashi's awesome i just think both of their characters have a lot of potential too because like first of all they look they both look sick you know yeah Kakashi has that white hair, which you could yes, do a lot of stuff with. Yes, yes. And he does like the electricity. So like anything with electricity in a painting can look really cool. Yes, yes. Um, and then Atachi has like the ravens, you know. So I feel like mm-hmm. doing something cool with the ravens in the background could be sick. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's dope. Yeah. Like I could I could see it like picture in my head. Yeah, I think it would be sick. I've just been recently, like, I've been trying to practice a lot. Like, I've been spending a lot of time. Like, I took these two classes recently, or I'm in the process of taking them. One's a figure drawing class, one's a head drawing class, because I want to get a lot better at them. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, drawing, like, my own versions of the characters, as opposed to, like, relying so much on reference. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because really, like, all of, like, you know, like, the really talented anime, like, fan art, um artists that i follow you know they draw like their own characters from scratch and they look incredible um but yeah the classes are great they're just uh very time consuming (laughs) i can imagine they're very methodical but it's good it's been helping a lot um so i'm excited to see like what i can come up with afterwards I'm excited to see, <laughs> especially Thank that you. that Kakashi one. Uh, it's dope. Yeah. I, I I love that guy. Yeah. I just uh, I just finished watching um, 
the episodes with uh I think when they defeated Pain. Nice. And uh he uh they they revived Kakashi, spoilers. Um and then that <laughs> that whole ordeal with his dad and whatnot, that was very special. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'm real high on him right now. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I mean, have so have you seen it all the way through? Not yet. It's 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 hard because it's uh it's also very time consuming, right? And then they have like the <laughs> the true. the fillers, the episodes filler because after that now yeah. they're, they're like in back and forth when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's very time consuming those episodes. I tend to just like fast forward them, like read yeah. through the subtitles and fast forward them so i get to something good but not yeah, yet I mean, not yet there's like 800 episodes if you left want, like, naruto <laughs> too. or like there's like 500 in shippuden and 300 in naruto i think yeah. so like i mean it's yeah it's definitely a huge time commitment yes, um, yes. but there's one fight in specific i don't want to ruin it for you but like it's with kakashi and it's like one of my favorite anime fights ever wow. period like when I show people like anime or try to get them into it, like I'll pull up that fight and show it. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait. I'm gonna it's have to <laughs> I'm gonna have to fast forward. <laughs> it's so sick. Uh I think my one of my favorite characters, like uh it's it's the nine tails. Like that's yeah. just that's my like they don't I don't they don't show them that much, but that's just like my favorite one. From everything in the whole show, that's right. That's my it right there. Yeah, I should do a big painting of him. He would be dope too. Yeah, yeah. Because he's all orange, like he would look crazy in a little black light. Yeah, yeah. I love, uh, I love when they like, like, like I've seen in like throughout the show when he's like in uh, that black and white intensity. It's almost mm-hmm. great. Oh, I love that those those cuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, no, the nine tails is sick. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo because it's just i don't know it's something i can relate you know that energy right because that's the same energy that vegeta has yeah so i just uh it, it's it took me it took me a whole lifetime to to, to watch this show nice well at least you're watching it now yeah 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 definitely have you ever um just because you're a fan of like anime and, and all these awesome stuff have you ever thought about like like join a comic book on your own i mean i haven't like seriously thought about it i've like kind of seen like i follow artists that do it yeah you know? um and there's a there's artists that i follow too that you know got pretty good at drawing characters and then kind of use it as um practice for getting mm-hmm. you know even better by drawing their own manga or manga um but um I don't know maybe sometime in the future I just feel like I don't know if I would feel confident enough trying to draw my own one right now yeah I mean my own characters and stuff it's dope though you I mean you definitely got the talent right just I know thank you I appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) I know I just need to like dive in maybe Maybe I'll start thinking about it, start thinking about characters. I feel like I get really obsessed with, like, you know, practicing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. No, I get it. The, to to perfect your craft. Yeah. Right? Um, so, like, talk to me like, about, like, your, 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 your mental process. Like, once you get an idea in your head, like, until you do it, you don't stop. Like, how is that? Yeah, I normally, so I normally do it on my iPad first. Mm-hmm. Um, like, even for the paintings, I do a digital draft first. Um, and it will first, you start with just reference, like looking at pictures. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I just kind of draw it out, sketch it out, and then, you know, flesh it out on my iPad, like pick out my colors and everything. Um, and then, Whenever I'm ready to start painting, I actually um, use my uh, mini projector that mm-hmm. I use to project it onto the canvas. I oh, that's dope! Perfect. That's because um, I honestly too. like I could I could draw it like I'm pretty good at you know drawing things mm-hmm. pretty exactly from reference, but it would take so yeah. it would take way too long. This yeah, is just unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so especially if you got like a commission, right? It's a commission drawing. Yeah, exactly. Because then it's hourly, so like I'm not gonna, you know, yeah, yeah, waste any time. So I project it onto the canvas and then get it all perfect. And then I kind of start with outline first, and then uh, some of them, you know, you paint kind of like a base color on, so it's not just a white white canvas and then you go from there start adding all mm. the color um black white paint is actually really finicky to work with though and yeah. that's part of the reason it takes me so long to make them because it is extremely transparent oh. um so it they it does not go on opaque at all wow and so i end up having to mix it with other paints that are opaque um, but I can't mix it too much because then it loses like the black light effect. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then that kind of looks, I think, looks cool in paintings because some of the areas are less black light reflective than others. And I started doing that on purpose with it because, you know, I want some things to pop more than others, like the energy and stuff, mm. like, yeah, around, yeah. like that should be real vibrant. Yes. Like, or like on the Archangel Michael painting, I made his wings super vibrant because I just, you know, thought that would look cool. Um, but yeah, so like each like area, I end up having to paint like four or five times to wow. get like the it's full wor- yeah, capacity yeah. on it. Yeah, it's work. It's work. Yeah, it's work. Yeah, Damn. Oh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot. But I just feel like the results are so so worth it because it just looks so crazy. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, because I remember uh, scrolling through your feed. Like, I, I think I saw the Vegeta one, and the energy mm-hmm. is what you're saying. It pops out like it comes mm-hmm. at you, especially it has those special lights. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's dope. Exactly. That is that is yeah. super dope. So if I want a, like an area to like really pop, I just take after I painted it um, with like the mixed paints. I take like the black light paint by itself and put like several layers of that on it. Wow. And then that like really, really wow. translates when you put the black light on it. So this is something like it's as you, you're drawing it, your, 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 like your juice, your, your flow is just coming to you and you're like looking at it and studying it. This, like mm-hmm. it's some masterpiece in, in making. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, dope. I'm just kind of thinking about it under regular light and under black light, and I'll turn the black light on sometimes and kind of see where I'm at with the different colors or some need to be a little bit more vibrant. Um, and then, yeah, at the very end, um, I really like pick what areas I really want to pop. And I actually got some uh, glow in the dark paint too. Mm-hmm. So I've done some paintings that like parts of it actually glow in the dark. Wow. as well as being black light reflective so yeah. like that midoriya painting i did with the lightning which is i think what i would do with the kakashi one too because i thought that was real cool um i actually mixed it so i did black light paint with glow it's like a pigment it comes in a powder so with glow pigment yeah. and then i also use like um an acrylic medium that uh it like goes on real thick i forget what it's called so it's like it sticks off the painting you know what yeah. i'm talking about yeah like, yeah, so yeah it's like um so i mixed those all together and i did that on the lightning wow. so it like you know comes off like there's texture to it yeah and yeah. then you load it up with the black light so black light will load up um glow in the dark paint like a lot wow. and makes yeah. it like glow like crazy yeah yeah so then yeah. you load it up with that and you turn the lights off and like all of the electricity just like stays glowing in the dark wow that's <laughs> that would be dope yeah that would be dope that would be, be awesome shit and i would probably do is like sharing on like you know glow in the yeah too. yeah so, like that pops too i think that would be sick it sounds sick uh shit yeah. uh i'm about to make a, a deposit on that <laughs> hell yeah yeah i'm so down um yeah i would love that have you ever uh drawn on black paper no not i don't think so i have gray paper that i draw Mm. on a lot um but not really black yeah because uh i don't know you know like uh the batman animated series like that whole uh that whole show was like drawn on black paper and like that's i think the visuals, the visualization of the show was so successful is because like they were able to take like everything is normal on white. So they 
they're able to change it and drew everything on black with the colors and it just it became I, I like i'm a batman fan so like for me it was yeah, dope i need to check that out that sounds cool yeah everything was drawn on black paper so it's, it's like, like that honestly makes sense because yeah. you know it's the dark night like yeah yes yes, darker, yes so it gives it its whole own special feel being drawn on the black paper yes 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 that's that's i think yeah something i read that's one of the reasons the show was so successful because it was like it was different at that time yeah. especially for an animated series for you know for children okay oh so you're talking about like the older one yeah the the cartoon uh yeah okay i think i know what you're talking about yeah like when he's like very they drew him like very squarish mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know what you're talking about that's cool yeah. I didn't realize that. I haven't seen it in forever, but I didn't realize Yeah, well, it's old. It's old. That. It's Yeah. It's, yeah, but that That's that it. was dope. That would be cool to experiment with. I I really like the um the using the gray paper too cuz that one you can kind of go both ways, you know, like you can yeah. use the regular pencils and darker pencils and blacks and then you can also bring in, you know, whites and Yeah. the lighter colors. Yeah, the, Whenever the, I draw on my iPad, I normally draw on the great background. Really? That's dope. Time, yeah. yeah, that's dope. I mean, it, the, the the color of the paper helps, like, complements the, the, the colors and the drawing sometimes. It just gives them that pop. Mm-hmm. So that, that's super dope. Definitely. Um, this one, too, is actually on a... So this is a gray shirt, but I painted this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. This is actually my favorite character, um, Mob Psycho. I don't know if you've heard of no. Psycho Mob 100. Psycho. So it's like a little like less well-known for animes, okay. but it's like, um, it's my favorite anime like of all time. And I've watched, you know, a lot of them, most of the main <laughs> ones, you know, like I've seen pretty much all of them, but Mob Psycho 100. So have you seen One Punch Man? Yes. You've heard of it? Okay. So Mob Psycho 100 is written by the same person. Got the it, same, got it. Um, manga writer wrote uh, Mob Psycho 100 and One Punch Man. Yeah. And it's just like everything about that show is a masterpiece. Like the art and it is incredible. The characters are incredible. The fight scenes are nuts. Like the character development, everything about it. Um, That's still, I got to yeah. check it out. Definitely. It's I got to so check it out. It. One thing that like I, I like about anime is like is the story, right? It's the the, the yeah. story arc on sometimes it may drag, but it's like it helps um the character develop. Mm-hmm. Like in regular, like I want to say like an American, I don't even say like America doesn't even have cartoons like anymore, mm-hmm. right? Mm-mm. Not like not like that. Like no, Family Guy, and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the like name. adult cartoons. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I just realized that. But like, I, I like the 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 character development. Uh, has like more values. Like that's why I think it's so popular. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because you're kind of like growing along with them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, like you said, like I don't think there's any kind of shows that can even match the quality and amount of character development that you know some of the animes get yeah i, I think I, part I of that agree. too is obviously like they get like hundreds of episodes in you know yes, yes. but the fact that they can even create a storyline that exists for hundreds of episodes and have these characters that grow that whole time is incredible to me yeah, because usually it's like they have the like your first episode is like trying to give you the plot of the whole storyline. Then the mm-hmm. next two to three episodes is just like a drag. Then that fourth episode is where like it connects to the storyline and then they 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 do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, for sure. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And I think like uh have you seen any One Punch Man? Or not One Punch Man, sorry. Uh, One Piece. No. I've, I've been, everybody's told me to watch it. I just haven't had the time. Yeah, that one is like, that one's like a thousand episodes. So, I wow. mean, I'm like 300 episodes in and I still feel <laughs> like, you know, I'm never going get, to get through all of it. 
Wow. That's a lot um, in a short, short amount of time. That's a lot. It really is. And what's crazy too is like, I mean, I'm like, you know, pretty deep into the show and I don't even, you don't even like know much of Luffy, the main character's like story until like way later. Like I still don't even like understand. Like you see him growing up kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, they still haven't even really dove into like him and yeah it's like um which isn't sasuke so sasuke is like it's in there then like at a moment he disappears for like a whole season or two seasons yeah then they bring him back then later on they tell his story so i, I get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah then it will make those stories last for a long time what was anime was the anime the reason that inspired you to do jiu-jitsu i just found out you did jiu-jitsu today oh you did it um no so i mean i've just been watching anime since i was like a kid anyways forever at this Um, point i was just kind of like a loner i did homework and art and yeah anime and that was it (laughs) um i actually so i got into jiu-jitsu because i was into the ufc like watching the ufc nice um and then i was at ut in austin and my friend was like you know like there's a 10th planet in austin that's, really you know real cool you know wow and i was like yeah like that sounds awesome you know but i was like kind of intimidated to start you know doing something like that and then i was actually at the gym at ut and i was wearing a ufc shirt and one of the girls that trained at 10th planet austin saw me and was like you should come train sometime you know yeah and like we exchanged numbers and stuff and i was like yeah like i would love to i've like heard about the gym you know i've thought about it and so like that's really what got me started um and then i went in and i loved it i was like pretty hardcore about it for a few years how, like, how far i really did you just go? only stopped whenever i moved back to dallas got it the dallas area yeah wow I got my blue belt. So yeah. I spent like I trained wow. for like two years and then yeah, I got my blue belt and then yeah. It stopped. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's uh <laughs> that's something how it... <laughs> I know a lot of people do. So I definitely yeah, fit yeah. into that stereotype. <laughs> yeah, I, I got my blue belt um June thirtieth. That just passed. Okay, I got nice. it. And congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Uh the twenty sixth of june i i entered a competition for the first time nice uh and i got second place i hurt my knee so i haven't been able to do and enjoy my blue belt like a roll for like i think what today's the 26 and a month now yeah so i'm 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 kind of feeling frustrated a little bit but it's addicting though it's addicting yeah it is how'd you hurt your knee so um i was on i i got him he 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 grabbed my lapel and he was trying to pull me into a close guard mm-hmm. and that's like throughout the year like I, i've gone to competition and i i feel like that's very predictable that's what everybody does mm-hmm. so uh i've been practicing training and like all right so if he tries to pull me into his guard i, I want to get him and and uh I think uh, half guard. So I, I executed my plan. I got him to half guard. And if you're on the bottom, like you can find a way and extend one of my knees, my legs mm-hmm. from the bottom. So that's exactly what he did. He extended and like, I, like it was like very quick. So I heard like a, a pop, boom, pop. Mm-hmm. And I quickly get like, I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and they broke us up and I thought I won the match because when you're a white belt, they're not supposed, they can't do anything to your legs. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm thinking like, oh, this is over. But then I hear his, uh, I guess his trainer is like, no, he yelled that he's disqualified. He's disqualified. And I'm like, what? So I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Let's just keep going. So I, I continued the match uh, by, and we started off a half guard again uh, and he kept attacking my leg and I was just, I was just, you know, I was in pain, but I, I was still trying to go with my game plan. It was to get him in the, uh, is it over under? 
on their mm-hmm. all, all around their pass and try to get his side control, which I think I'm fairly good at. So he was already exhausted. Mm-hmm. So from there, I could have just uh, maintained, get get them out or get them in uh, some type of submission. I knew I would have gone in it. Uh, but he kept attacking, attacking, and I'm looking at the clock. Uh, my coach is yelling, get up, get up. And I'm like, I can't stand up because in order for me to do the under other pass, like I have to stand my legs in the back and slowly walk and jump over. Um, and by the time I, I try to do that, like, you know, my leg popped like fourth time. And uh, I saw the clock was like 40 minutes left and, you know, like he pushed it my leg again, and like I had I lost feeling in my knee, so he just basically mm-hmm. flipped me over and and got them out, and it ended like that. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, I have no, I, out I have no regrets. I have no regrets. My like a lot of like throughout this journey I've taken doing this, like I've seen a lot of people they want to win, and they're already picturing what they want to do uh mm-hmm. and like i i just i wanted to keep it simple i wanted to show up i wanted to give you know give at least five percent more than i already do like when i go in class and i wanted to do it you know despite of the outcome i wanted to give my best that's awesome um but i was very pissed i was very pissed because like you know you're like it took me a year and what six months almost to to get my blue belt and they're constantly educating. We can't do nothing with the legs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm thinking this is a professional, con- you know, environment, com- you know, and, you know, the first thing they've told me throughout the journey, don't attack the legs. I got attacked to my legs. It's interesting. You didn't get um, disqualified for it. Yeah. And then uh, when I asked, uh, you know about the leg like no that it's technically not a leg lock that that's just an uncomfortable position and i'm like if you put pressure and you have the capability of breaking it that's a leg lock to me mm-hmm. and then what got even more frustrating like i got second place and i would think that it, they would have my back and say hey you know like keep tabs on the the, the event i end mm-hmm. up like i get home around eight and i'm like looking through the charts and like, yo, I got second place. So I had to like reach out to the organization and like, yo, can you send me my medal? They didn't even give you your medal. They didn't even give me my medal. Like it's second place, but like, damn, that's an experience. Like I ain't, I ain't got no shame in my game. No, you deserve that medal. So that's, that's my journey so far. I'm very frustrated, not frustrated, but like I'm more disappointed on, I put blame on myself, but Mm -hmm. the true reality is like, you know, you you prepare for this uh, these events, and there's supposed to be people that have your back. Yeah, and they're supposed to be on top of it because at the end you're representing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't like that. Yeah, you know, everybody was like, uh, they were more focused about who did get uh, first place uh, on them and. Yeah, it got me pissed off, but I moved on. That that sounds frustrating. You live and you learn. Yeah. I mean, I the last competition I did, I got, I was hurt. So I had my ankle hurt in a straight ankle lock. Yeah. And it popped a bunch of times. Wow. And um, was messed up for like a while, you know, because the tendons take forever. Yeah. But I think that's kind of part of what, like turn me off a little bit it was just injuring myself like that and then I couldn't because I'm normally like really active like I do yeah a lot of yoga and strength and conditioning and different stuff hunting um, I've seen it you do it all yeah and I couldn't do anything really you know yeah. like I couldn't do or at least for a while and then I had to wear a brace and it was really annoying and I was like and two like stuff like that um some of that kind of stuff never really like heals fully, you know. I'm yeah. To, like feel yeah. that for forever, and I was like, I don't know if I really want to like put myself in a position to get hurt like that again. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I can get kind of competitive in a moment. Like you really don't want to stop. Yeah. And that's kind of whenever it starts to get real dangerous. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, this transition of being injured, like it's, it's a drag, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you, yeah, just come, you know, even though you're hurt, just show up and watch, watch the class. And, um, if I sit there and watch, I learn a lot, but like, it's like, they tell you to go, but it's almost like they're looking at you like, why are you here? Yeah. Which like, without like, they're not saying that, right? But like, just the looks and the energy, and it gets frustrating. Yeah. You know, it makes you want to take a chair and just start, you know, going wrestling style on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. And um, I've reached in and then there's, I feel like there's no actual camaraderie, right? There's no brother or sister, right? Because there's, there's been plenty of times I've, I've known people that gotten hurt and I'll go reach out on my way. Hey, how you doing? Keep tags on them, make yeah. sure they're okay. Because they don't have that support. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. And I mean, I can only speak on my experience. I can't speak on others. I, I, I can't speak on what other people have gone through. But like this, this, uh, this, I'm not going to mention his name, but there's this real cool guy that he also had a very bad knee injury. And when I spoke to him, like, has anybody checked up on you? Like, no, nobody like let me for forgotten. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he, you know, you know, your, your, your agreement ends and you just left. And it was yeah. like, no, it's just, I've been hurt. Yeah. So, you know, for all you jujitsu owners, uh, you always want to keep in touch of everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my experience. No, I mean, I can see that. I luckily like had a lot of like, I got really close with a lot of people at my gym. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I still had a lot of um support from different people or especially like from the people i really cared about you know yeah, yeah. Support from. but um i can definitely see that especially just because it's like so competitive and it can be really it can be a very self-centered sport you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day um and yeah that's that's also one of the things i just like i love it i love that i know or i feel pretty confident in you know defending myself I think that's really important especially for anyone yeah but especially for a woman you know to yeah. know how to do jujitsu and um defend herself um in you know a bad situation um I think that's great and I think that's super valuable but um there was a lot of I don't know uh really intense ego stuff at um the gym and just involved with jujitsu in general that i got real tired of <laughs> no hey i hey <laughs> and that's not just a woman thing that's not just a woman thing i it's yeah. but that's what it is at the end of the day, it's all ego it's all yeah. ego like i like when i first the reason i, I joined jujitsu was I feel like I I was struggling emotionally mm-hmm. and I I wanted to help my mental health. That's why I joined it. Okay. So like when thank you. When I when I when I first started meeting people and and you know, I already developed some time there. Everybody was like, you know, they wanted to do competition, they wanted to do this, they wanted like I'm trying I'm trying to fix me. I'm trying to help me. Mm-hmm. right that's why i wanted to do it and then like you find people that are like pressuring you to do compete right but yeah. then they compete and they're not giving it at all they're all mm-hmm. they're not and when i got her I, I got a lot of uh backlash like why would you do that i'm like then why you do this yeah. if you're not gonna give it all 100 why are you doing this yeah you know, you're like jujitsu is really expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, these these tournaments are really expensive. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you if you're training and you're you're going through these, you know, ordeal of eating clean and maintaining your body, like, you got to give that shit your all. 
Mm-hmm. And if then why do it? Yeah, for sure. So I felt ready. I feel like I was at a at a point that I was ready. I just wanted to do it again. The experience. I didn't care win or lose. I just wanted to show up. You know, and I, I look at my wife was there. She recorded the match, and like I, you know, besides the part of my my knee popping, because every time I see that part, like I cringe because I feel it, right? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm very, I'm very, you know, and that's to sound cocky, but I'm very proud of myself. I showed up. I showed up. Oh, yeah. I, I did. I want to say I did eighty five percent than, you know, other people have done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got no regrets. That's awesome. I'm sure too. You learned a lot from the experience. Which I definitely. Uh, the it was like the like the energy, the level was mm-hmm. was um like it was different. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's like I'm not gonna lie. That energy, that level, like like became addictive for me. Like, I want to go back and I want to compete. Like, I want to train in that level. Yeah, it is very addicting. Yeah. It's definitely kind of like an all or nothing sport. Yeah, like yeah. Saying, you really have to go in and give it your all. Yeah, especially in the competition, you have to show up because it's it's not it's not like you're rolling in, in class, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just like, oh, it's a rough day. Let me just, you know, yeah, take a mm-hmm. tap. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah you have to like you know you got to give it your all yeah for sure that part about competing is cool i felt like i did a bunch or a couple competitions um it was mainly like you know people do pressure you a lot to kind of do competitions yeah yeah and i didn't really want to to be honest um like i thought it'd be cool to kind of like you know test for your ad against different people that are in the gym and everything but um i don't know for me the uh, nervousness of it and like having to be like kind of like the center of attention like that even like when I won like wasn't worth it to me like yeah. I was really I don't know yeah I got that, it that yeah. feeling, you know like yeah, it's yeah. totally for some people and some people like thrive in that you know yeah. like I have friends like from my past gym or from my gym um that you know like love that like they thrive and like yeah attention and that inert that like nervous feeling and like the anticipation and everything about it and just like love it and then like go in and absolutely kill it you know yeah yeah i think that's amazing you know like i have a lot of respect for it and like oh i just didn't really feel like that was me you know no i get it yeah yeah like i i what i liked about is like after like what's but it has helped me personally, right? Mm-hmm. The the whole ordeal of experience, like, like if it's helped me, like I was very, uh, how do I, how do I put this? Like I was very keep to myself. Yeah, it helped me be a little bit more sociable and non judgmental because I always felt like you know people are judging me without me caring, mm-hmm. but it just you know look. Cause I grew up in a hostile environment. So it helped me with that. It also helped me like with my creative juices, right? Like I, you know, I, I picked up drawing again, something I didn't do for the last, what, 20 years. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, keep a balance and, and help me be a little bit more patient. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so like I tell people, you know, when I, you know, a bad day in jujitsu is like you getting choked out. By the, mm-hmm. the weakest one but a bad day in jiu-jitsu is a good day outside because mm-hmm. when you walk outside there's a lot of people triggering oh, yeah. you you know there's there's a lot of assholes mm-hmm. so I, I i i enjoy that part yeah definitely it definitely i feel like helped me in so many ways especially at the time i was like did it like where i was at in my life like in college um stress because I was like yeah insane like I was a total loner like I didn't do much I never really like partied or anything um and I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself at all um and I feel like you know jujitsu helped me build a lot of confidence and also you know um I made a lot of 
really great friends there that I'm still friends with today. And just like the community aspect of it um, was really important. And I feel like helped me a lot. That's very true. Yes. Same here. Same here. Does, um, does drawing help you with your stress? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I mean, part of the reason I've always done it too is because I could always kind of like zone out because little anxious and sad, you know, kid. Mm -hmm. Um, So I could just like, you know, zone out and kind of go into like a flow state uh, of just doing art and kind of like, you know, emptying emptying my mind and all that really exists is just me and whatever I'm drawing at the moment. And even now, like, I feel like it can be like, sometimes you can... I can definitely still like get in my head about things and like, it's like therapy. I try, yeah, I try really hard to like, you know, take it from a meditative point of view where it's like, no, like I'm here drawing or painting, you know, all, all that I really have to concentrate now on is this, like in the now is like me yeah. and this paintbrush and just kind of like help get you, into it. Help you deal with certain situations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, and just I, not be in my head so much, you know, yeah. like really just try to be in the moment, which I think is so important. Oh, I, I, hey, I, I totally understand. Me, when I was a child, that that same concept you're describing, that that was me, you know, growing up in a broken house, and I would just that would be like that would be my therapy to deal with shit. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, certain shit happens in life and, you know, it was just stay like that or you, you survive. And, you know, I had to survive and that slowly just started detaching from that. And 20 years later now. Yeah. And it's because I got a son, you know, I, I want him. I, you have to try to be like a, uh, I try to be, you know, I don't want to say a role model. I'm far from that, but like set the example, you know, like, you know, if he sees daddy, like in a bad mood he quickly takes up a, a, a i don't know his book and starts to draw and you know rather yeah. than you know see daddy you know i don't know punching the wall yelling you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. and, and for sure without saying it I'm, I'm teaching him how to you know you know soothe himself and by find, example yeah so um you know yeah yeah it's important to you know teach kids good coping skills when they're young um a lot of them you know I didn't get to learn a lot of those you know from my parents growing up and yeah. there's stuff I had to develop later on so yeah. the more you can do that for your kids now yeah um, yeah yeah it's only gonna help them a lot have you ever thought about like in the later in the future like teaching giving some art classes yeah I'd love to I think that would be awesome I think it'd be really cool to be like I don't know, to do like a substitute art teacher at a high school or something. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Or, I mean, eventually, you know, like a lot of the artists I follow, I've taken a lot of art classes from artists that I follow on Instagram that are incredible. And I have learned so much from them. Um, I think it'd be cool to do something like that eventually, you know. I think you'd be really good at it. You have, the, you have this this calm, hey, man, you just... It's got to draw oh, it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would be dope. Yeah, I, I would I would enjoy that. I think that'd be real cool. Um, yeah, some artists, I mean, like the, like, for example, lettering. Mm-hmm. I am, um, I've been lettering a lot recently, but like six months ago, I was like so intimidated by lettering. Yeah and calligraphy yeah because it's its whole own thing you know like it's its whole own genre of drawing that I knew nothing about yeah yeah. that was really difficult and I was just like you know I like screw it like I want to get a lot better at it especially if I'm going to be doing graphic design and stuff you know yeah yeah Um, I think it's really important and one of my favorite lettering artists on Instagram has a lettering course his name's like I think it's pronounced Stefan Stefan Coons um 
he's incredible. And I did his like ultimate lettering course and his like procreate boot camp. Yeah. And just from doing those things, like, and then obviously like practicing a lot afterwards, like I'm now doing it, doing lettering and stuff, doing making custom wow. um, script and lettering pieces all the time. Like I just finished one today for an ad. Um, and I'm real stoked about it, you know, I'm so scared of, but it's all from like those, I think that's so cool that artists nowadays can teach classes like that. So easily. Yeah, yeah. he'd like, I think lives in some other country and English isn't even his first language. And yeah, yeah. Then now he's making these courses and like, you know, someone from across the world is watching them and yeah, benefiting yeah. so much from them. Like that's so See, cool. I, I, I love this conversation because like, when you when you talk about it you you hear your passion your love for what you're doing and i feel like people have lost that sense of life that yeah. that light you right you're you're talking you're you're you're, you're smiling you're like your eyes looks like you have glitters because they're they're sparkly like people need like people we need to get back to that are you just in love with what you're doing and that's you know that's that's beautiful Never lose, so bad. Never lose I'm, that. I'm trying not to. I don't think I will. I mean, I love it so much. And um, no, I totally get what you're saying, though. I think it's so unfortunate. And I also think a lot of that is just because of pressure from um, mainly like society about like, you know, money and money yeah, struggles. Finance, and yeah. also like, social media and I think something that like really hit me is like I listen to a lot of Alan Watts I don't know if mm-hmm. you are familiar with him he was a religious philosopher um it's a bunch of audio recordings and books he's incredible um yeah. but he was talking about one time that, that basically like if you are making art to make money you're no longer making art you're making money you know I think kind of same thing with social media like if you're making art for social media you're no longer really making art you're making social media posts you know yeah and I think it like like obviously like the goal is to you know make money off of it because you yeah. have to like yeah in you don't want to be broke yeah no but I think you know for me I try to think of it more as like you know I'm making like, I don't want to get bogged down by that because I think that's so stressful. Like, I'm making art because I love it and I'm passionate about it. And, like, you know, making money off of it or making the social media posts and stuff, like, that's a bonus afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a great mindset. That's a great mindset. And yeah, I think uh, we all need to be a little bit like you and, and have that concept because just... You know, and, and social media is funny because like there's people get paid just to post stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Like I mean that. Like they get paid. <laughs> uh you know, I get it. like social media is, is how you use it, right? You can you can do like you share what you love, mm-hmm. or there's people that just it's a tool for their jobs. I get it. But at least, you know, make it meaningful. Make it make yeah. it like what it's if it's supposed to be entertaining, make it inspiring, right? Yeah. And, and you know, we're, we're in, and I feel like we're in a difficult time and where our creativity and uh, it's it's not being killed. It's just being controlled and monetized. Mm-hmm. And we're, in, you know, you're supposed to love what you do. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no I agree like you're supposed to be passionate about it like if you're not I mean I kind of believe like if you're living and doing something like you have the job that you're doing um, but you're miserable doing it right and you continue doing it just to continue being miserable yeah you're not really living no you know? No. And I think it's really sad because I feel like a lot of people are kind of forced in that position. And it's really unfortunate because I don't think it yeah. should be or that it needs to be like that. No, I agree. I agree. 
And then, you know, there's people that start off with their talent, but end up like hating their talent mm-hmm. because the situation you just presented. I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really overwhelming. It's it's finding trying to find a balance. Yeah, definitely. It's really difficult. Yeah. All right. One more, one more question before we go. Um, If, like, what, 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 I can't even say. Um, What would be your advice uh, on how to start for somebody who who would like to learn how to draw? Um, I mean, part of it's just going to be what most people say which is just like practice you know <laughs> like put in the hours like practice but um I think it's really important to try really hard not to get too intimidated by like the stuff we talked about or like other artists and how amazing they are you know like I think it can be really easy to kind of compare yourself to where other artists are at and you know that's not really necessary like just do you do it at your own pace like have fun with it try to enjoy it and like learn with each piece boom there you go uh before we go tell the people where they can find you at um so instagram is what i'm mainly on it's lexi cm so l-e-x-y-e-c-m um, and then I'm also, I just got a TikTok. So I'm also on TikTok posting some art videos. Oh, boom. Uh, thank you for joining me. It's been an honor and a pleasure talking to you. Yes. Thanks so much. I had a great time. Boom. Have a good night, guys. I'm out. <laughs>